When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Well, the 2021 NHL season is headed toward a fairly unremarkable and anticlimactic conclusion. The Tampa Bay Lightning have proven once again to be the A-side and are now one win away from repeating as Stanley Cup champions, while the Montreal Canadiens are one loss away from having this remarkable run to the Stanley Cup final and by way of sweep. It's the Yahoo Sports Hockey Podcast. Justin Cuthbert back with you. And yes, it was a pretty decisive Game 3 victory for the Lightning. Six goals for... Three goals against. And that was enough to take a 3-0 series lead in the Stanley Cup Final. And again, these are the defending champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. In this series, they've just been better in every possible way than the Montreal Canadiens. And they look as though they should wrap things up on Monday night in Montreal in Game 4. But maybe they'd just rather win at Amelie Arena on Wednesday. Because, you know, last year they won it in a bubble. They didn't get to experience fans in the stands and I guess there'll be 3,500 in Montreal if they decide to win it then but perhaps they'd rather do it in front of the sold out crowd uh, that's ready to celebrate potentially another championship with their team and I guess you know it feels like reflections have started already on this series because it seems like we are headed towards a pretty obvious result but I won't shy away from it even though Doubting the Montreal Canadiens has bit me in the past, but this is really the danger of inviting Cinderella to the party, right? Like, eventually the lights come on, the party ends, the fairy dust wears off, and when a team goes on an unexpected run and probably overshoots expectation and punches well above their weight, sometimes in sports that results in spoiling the championship moment. And I think we're sort of in danger, or we've already experienced that fact here with the Montreal Canadiens and Tampa Bay Lightning, because if you look at these two teams now, I guess if you looked at them two months ago, start of May, beginning of May, or middle of May, rather, you know, we would have thought that a chasm would exist between these two teams. And that is exactly what we have now. What we probably thought we knew, we do know. We do know that the Tampa Bay Lightning are a far better team than the Montreal Canadiens. Tampa Bay is who they, we thought they were, to quote the great Dennis Green. They are the best team in the league at current moment. They've been the best team in the league for the last three years. They've been the best team in the league for the last six years. They might be the team of the salary cap era. Sorry, Chicago Blackhawks. You might have to move 
over a little bit here. Move down the bench. They're the best team in the league right now. They're so good that they need to stretch the rules just so that they can hold things together. I mean, Kia Kucherov, entire year, former MVP, on the shelf, on long-term injured reserve because they, well, because he needed surgery, but they timed it so so that they could keep the band together. And what's special about the Lightning is that they, they haven't got themselves into cap trouble by signing bad contracts or giving too much money to certain players or becoming too top-heavy or too married to one system or one, one way of thinking. They're in cap trouble because they have too many good players. They are too deep. They have too many superstars, too many of the best players at their position on their roster. They are, you know, we talk about the price of winning. They haven't paid the price of winning just yet. It's coming. There's a reckoning coming because you can't do this forever. But Tampa is different than most teams. And most teams are in salary cap hell. But they are different because they are just loaded with great players. And all that should add up to an advantage over most teams. And certainly... They have an advantage over a team like the Montreal Canadiens who finished 18th in the regular season by record and who has gone on this remarkable run beating Toronto and then Winnipeg and Vegas. But they are, again, to quote Mr. Green, closer to what we thought they were. They are somewhere in between the 18th best team in the NHL and the team that went on this run. But wherever that lies on that spectrum, it's nowhere near the Tampa Bay Lightning. And they... It, it, you know, and that probably, that's enough. I, I believe that's enough between these two teams. But when Montreal plays the way they did tonight with a mistake riddled game and just playing into the hand of a team like Tampa, you don't think they're going to take advantage? There's so many things that make Tampa different. But, you know, all the talent is one thing. But it's also been nurtured. And it's been nurtured over time during these Stanley Cup playoff runs. And James Myrtle of The Athletic had a great tweet and a little stat after the game that the Lightning have won 69 times in the playoffs since their 2015 run to the Stanley Cup final, which is 27 wins more than the next highest team in the NHL, averaging almost 10 playoff wins per season. And doing all that, obviously they've had one championship moment and they're probably soon to have another. They've had disaster as well and they've had you know moments where they didn't achieve their potential and they've had moments last season where they finally did but over that run over that six-year run of playoff games where they won 69 times what they've done is acquired every hat and they can wear them all the beauty of the Tampa Bay Lightning is that they can beat you at their game or they can beat you at theirs there hasn't been a postseason situation in these playoffs that they haven't seen that game six against the New York Islanders, you know, they lost that game. But how good were they at the start, knowing that the crowd was going to be what it was and knowing they were going to get a desperate New York Islanders team? Again, they lost that game. But there were elements of that that were so, so impressive. And then in game seven versus the Islanders, playing a perfect defensive game. And now against Montreal, I don't think they've had to do anything perfectly because it's been handed to them a little bit. But... You know, we saw, or we're going to see something different tonight with, you know, 3,500 fans in this wildly charged up city and building. And 
you know, we thought, what would this do to Tampa? Would this change anything? Would the matchups change? Would anything be different here? Is this finally going to go in Montreal's favor after the Canadians played pretty well in game two? But 3,500 fans in Montreal, it's not a postseason situation they haven't seen. It's nothing really compared to what they just got through with the New York Islanders. And really, the situation benefited them more than it did Montreal because I think Montreal was a little over-exuberant. They were a little excited. Maybe they thought after game two that they were going to take it to Tampa Bay. And maybe they tried that early and then it just resulted in mistakes, which the Tampa Bay Lightning capitalized on. And that happened early and often in both the first and second period. The Lightning had two goals early on in both the first and second period. And really, they didn't let Montreal get involved in this game. And those mistakes, I mean, it led directly to the first goal. I mean, there was so much talk about, okay, Phil Deneau and Brendan Gallagher finally going to play against Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov. That's the matchup we've been waiting to see. But a bad decision on an icing, and then Josh Anderson failing to get the puck out of the zone against that top line that came over the boards because there was an icing call. And on the second shift of the game for, for Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point, they got away from Phil Deneau, something that Montreal could not accomplish in Tampa Bay was getting the matchups despite not having last change. But on the second shift for the best duo in hockey right now, they get away from Phil Deneau and they produce a goal. Now, that goal was mostly because of the always under-advertised Andre Pallad and Jan Ruta scored it and had been was involved in it as well. So it actually wasn't even pointing Kucherov that directly set up that goal. But that's what it's about for the Tampa Bay Lightning. They find a way to do what they want to do. And it was evident so quickly. Despite all this, though, mistakes, Tampa being better, all this stuff funneling towards the result that we expect here, which is to Tampa to hoist their second Stanley Cup in a row and that either happening in game four or game five again, whichever they may choose. All that doesn't really matter because there's been such a disparity in goal. I mean, this was advertised as the premier goaltending matchup. It could not be better than Carey Price versus Andre Vassal. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And all the, everything that added up to, or led to this Stanley Cup final series with Price playing so well and, you know, historically in the last few regular seasons not playing that well but reminding us how good of a goaltender he is and Andre Vasilevsky you know four straight Vesna trophy nominations one win there should be way more 
Like we knew on paper what this was, but it hasn't lived up to it. Carey Price Price had a 934 save percentage through the first three rounds of the playoffs. He was the difference. He was getting Conn Smythe Trophy consideration, win or lose in this series. People were going to be thinking, okay, maybe Price can wrest that from Braden Point or Vasilevsky or Kucherov. But after allowing another five goals in game three, he's now allowed 13 in the series through three games. He's got an 835 save percentage. And Vasilevsky, even though he wasn't great in this game, he gave up some bad goals in this game. His save percentage, though, in the series is over 100 points higher than Price's. Like, there's no getting around that. And obviously, there's other things that led to this. There's mistakes made from up and down the roster. But not all of it is because of that. Price hasn't been good enough. He hasn't been nearly good enough. He's been the second best goaltender by a country mile in this series. And even if Montreal had been playing a lot better and the whole series looked more like what game two looked and they'd lost anyway. But if the whole series looked more like that, but Carey Price still played the way he's been playing, there's no chance he's outplaying Andre Vasilevsky. There's no chance that Montreal is leading in this series. But again, I mean, the lightning are the lightning, right? Everything about them. Performance, experience, also resiliency. I mean, has anyone noticed that Alex Kaloran has not played in games two or three? No, you don't notice that. I mean, he's an important player. He's paid $5 million plus. Might be a casualty moving forward because he's not the best player in the Lightning, but he's still a useful player and still a meaningful part. Plays on the first power play. Plays on the second line with Steven Stamkos and Anthony Sorelli. But you don't notice he's out because Tampa's got so much in the holster. I mean, just in this game, the people that are charged with filling in his shoes, Anthony Sorelli, he comes into the power play. And the second goal of the game that made it 2-0 off the stick of Victor Hedman, guess who it was that, playing in Alex Kaloran's position, stepped in front of Carey Price and screened him so that a what was a wide-open look before Sorelli arrived would be much more difficult to stop. Anthony Sorelli took away the eyes of Carey Price on the second goal, leading to a lead that you don't think Montreal's ever going to get back from. I mean, people were writing off the Canadians after that second goal. Huge moment. Sorelli in Kaloran's spot, taking away Carey Price's eyes, leading to the 2-0 goal, and leading to another moment in which Tampa was capitalizing on what was one of the strengths for Montreal coming into the series. And then elsewhere. Who's come up and played a little bit? Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson had two goals in game three. This is a guy, another guy, gets paid a lot of money, too much money, probably going to be a cap casualty. But he's still with the team because they've done a great job manipulating the salary cap a little bit. But this is a guy who's way past his prime. Triplet days over, but he's been great in these playoffs. He was great in this game. Scored twice. Playing in Kaloran's spot since game two. Got an assist in game one as well. And then who comes in because Kaloran's out? Matthew Joseph on the third line. He gets his first career playoff point. And I'm happy for Matthew Joseph. He's one of the biggest cheerleaders in the bubble last year. Got to be tough, right? You're in the bubble with a team that's going to spend two months away from their families. And he just brought that positive attitude all the time, even though he didn't play. And he's finally got a chance this year. He's only played four games, I think. Finally gets his first point. And I don't know if he got his name on the cup last year. He certainly celebrated and he deserved to. But now it's a little bit more meaningful for him. 
he deserves to be there. So just another reason, right? The resiliency, the valve, the pipeline, it doesn't shut off for Tampa Bay. They keep going and going and going. You know who else keeps going is Pat Maroon. Uh, we are very much on the cusp of a very average hockey player this in this day of age, a guy who's been around, been with a lot of teams, worn a lot of different hats, way past his prime in terms of his playing prime. But he's about to win his third consecutive Stanley Cup, and he will match the most Stanley Cups for an active player in the league today. And that's that small collection of players, a lot of Blackhawks, Sidney Crosby. It's big names pretty much exclusively. Taves, Kane, Crosby, Malkin, guys who've won three Stanley Cups. Add Pat Maroon to that list. And not only is he won three, he's won three in a row with two different teams. And at the sort of tail end, the back nine of his career. I've been thinking about this a lot because, you know, it's been in the cards for a while, this opportunity. He's won 11 straight postseason series, soon to be 12, we think. Like, how do you contextualize this? What does this mean for the, his place in history? Like, how many, what percentile of, like, careers would he be in in terms of the ones that are considered most enviable? Like, obviously, Sid and Malkin, Taves and Kane, they'd be at the very top in terms of, like, the modern era of players that you would be more inclined to be jealous of or want to have for yourself or think that's, like, the top of the mountain. But being able to celebrate three Stanley Cups in succession, being part of these great legendary teams, it's something, honestly, that's just so foreign to the current NHL. And not that he deserves to be, you know, half, not, nothing ridiculous like that. But what he's doing is, is, is just remarkable stuff. It's remarkable that he's going to be involved in three consecutive Stanley Cups. And if you're like an average guy, you're an average NHL player, are you looking at this as like the pinnacle? Is this like the greatest average career of the salary cap era? Pat Maroon, a guy who was, you know, accepting just bargain basement deals with his hometown just to get another year in. And now all of a sudden, three years later, three Stanley Cups. It's crazy. It's one of the great stories. Pat Maroon going to be a three-time Stanley Cup champion. Again, we think if Tampa can get one win out of the next four games. Very cool. I know he'll enjoy the beers on the boats in Tampa Bay, regardless of what it means in his place in history. Uh, looking ahead, like I'm supposed to do this every, every show, look ahead and talk about what has to happen for results to change or so on and so forth. But I honestly don't know what the Montreal Canadiens can do at this point. Like, I mean, I've talked about potentially lineup changes, maybe splitting Gallagher and Deneau, but they were so good tonight. They were the, the best, probably Montreal, two Montreal Canadiens players. Not going to split them up. Nick Suzuki, again, he, ha he had a great moment, goal-scoring moment. Got back on the board. Cole Caulfield got his first point. Corey Perry and Eric Stahl, I think, played pretty well, too, on the fourth line. There's nothing really they can do. You get Alexander Romanov in there, but he's not going to turn the tide of this series. There's not much the Tampa or the Montreal Canadiens can do to change the result here. It's almost like... You know, I've talked about the first first goal would be huge. Like, Montreal just cannot get that. But it's like they need to push for that first goal, and I think they were doing that tonight. They need to push for it without actually pushing for it, if that makes sense. Like, I don't think they can play loose. I don't think they can play, like, 
hey, let's just go for it tonight because that's just not going to work. They have to be perfect, probably without thinking that they have to be perfect in order to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. Or they could just lean on the fact that maybe Tampa would rather do it at home. Honestly, it's, it's, a, it's as difficult of a climb as possible. And there really aren't many options because nothing is so broken or unwieldy at, the, at, at, at this moment. Like nothing is sticking out like a sore thumb. It's just you make a mistake and it ends up at the back of your net. You make too many mistakes, it, out, it erases or outdoes, undoes, I guess would be the proper term, undoes what good you did manage. That's just the position Montreal's in. It's going to be difficult for them to get a win, let alone get back into the series. So it's a long weekend in Canada. It's a long weekend in Montreal. Indeed, it's going to be, we got two days between games three and four, two off days, Saturday and Sunday off. I assume for the long weekend, both in Canada, but more so July 4th weekend, NBC, who apparently isn't putting in much effort, I guess still wants that day off. Um, so Tampa's going to have two game, two nights to think about potentially celebrating the Stanley Cup in Montreal or game planning otherwise. Montreal's got a lot of time to think about what they could possibly do. And they're going to have to put a lot more effort into it than I have here. And I'm reacting immediately, but they've got to figure out something, whether it's tactical, whether it's mental, whether it's psychological, something's got to change or this is going to be over very soon. But at least for Montreal, like, you know, I think when you look back on it as a fan, you'll be able to take some solace in this. It was very, it was, you know, the time of their life coming to this point, COVID ending, not ending, but restrictions loosening. And many good times had on the path to here. So either way, win or lose, it should probably be a celebration in Montreal on Monday night in game four. Um, But it's difficult to believe that they get back into this series and celebrate a Stanley Cup 28 years after they last won it. Uh, The Tampa Bay Lightning are just the better team. That's facts. The chasm exists between these two teams. And Tampa is really unlike anything else in the NHL right now in terms of postseason play. So the coronation for them again awaits, it seems, whether it happens Monday or Wednesday or after that, the Tampa Bay Lightning seem poised to win their second straight Stanley Cup and earn their place really in history as perhaps the team of the salary cap era. We'll wait for all that. We'll unpack things a little bit more, but uh, they deserve that distinction. And it seems like they're about to earn it with their second consecutive Stanley Cup. Either way, win or lose, we'll be back on Monday to talk about it. Uh, Montreal, down 3-0 in the Stanley Cup final to the Tampa Bay Lightning after a 6-3 defeat at home. Tampa Bay Lightning on the verge. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 